0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: We are back here on a uh, Tuesday. Tonight is the uh, State of the Union address by the uh, President of the United States. Uh, the uh, uh, Well, it's a, it's a big deal. It's going to be an even bigger deal for a local Decatur resident who's going to be there as the guest of our guest, Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski. Congresswoman, how are you on this Good Tuesday morning? Good morning, Brian. Big day for you it's today?
0: Great. Good morning. Great to be with you.
1: All right. I think we got a little bit of a delay there, Loop. Uh, how? What's your day look like? When did it start? When will it end?
0: Well, it's already started. I've had um, been doing a, some radio interviews, and I'm really glad to be with you this morning. But this is, as you kind of said it, this is like the Super Bowl in Washington D.C. Uh, the day of the the State of the Union, and as you mentioned, I am so excited to be sharing this um, moment with a Decatur resident, with Andrea Kelly. Um, who's a construction wire woman, um, and she's going through a, pre- a pre-apprenticeship program um, that's a collaborative effort, really, with educator building and construction trades, uh, workforce investment solutions in one level. It's a joint effort to really bring in more, more women, more people of color, help break down barriers so that um, we are providing working people in central and southern Illinois with real skills training that are going to get them on a pathway middle class jobs. All right, and And this is I'm so excited to be highlighting
1: her. Yeah, I I think it's great, Uh, and she's a graduate of the pre apprenticeship program with the IBEW. Now, here's the thing: you've been a Democrat your whole life. These trades used to have a waiting list of people to get in, right? Uh, You know, I mean, it was never Mm -hmm. like you know. Now today, you know, I think the IBEW some their their average age electrician in Megan County is like 47 years old, and that pipeline Mm -hmm. isn't what it used to be. This young woman was working Mm -hmm. at a fast food restaurant is now going to be making a right. huge paycheck, uh, not have student debt. Uh, and and, and I, I blame sort of public education in a way for some of this stuff, because we started to feel like these trade programs were less than people. And I have no idea why we did that, because they've been feeding families and people have been able to make a good, decent living uh, for years and decades and decades. I'm glad we're concentrating on getting it back.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I share the same passion about this topic. It's actually why the first piece of legislation I'm going to introduce in Congress is going to uh, directly provide federal tax credits uh, for pre-apprenticeship programs like this one that the IBW and the Decatur building trades are doing. You know, but, Brian, as you know, it, it's not just the building and construction trades that are providing these apprenticeship opportunities. I just met with uh, Richland President uh, Valdez and my good friend, Reverend Courtney Carson, yesterday in Washington, D.C., where we were talking about the Enriched Program. Richland's yep. doing a lot of really great work there, too.
1: Yeah, no, there's no doubt. I just like that the focus is, you know, not everyone has to go get a four-year degree or a master's degree. There's nobility in all kinds of work fields. uh, And certainly for this young woman, uh, it'll be pretty cool. On February 14th, she'll be initiated as an official IBEW member. Uh, So what are we expecting for tonight? Is he kicking off campaign tonight? Is that what we're going to get a preview of?
0: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, I'm excited. You know, in addition to workforce development and and investment in that, I hope you could address that. I think that's really important. Second is, you know, we're still in an economic recovery. So how are we prioritizing lowering costs? Inflation has somewhat stabilized. um, But I've been very consistent in saying we need to find ways to provide middle class tax relief. Will he be talking about that. I hope so. Um, Expanding the child tax credit, that's again something that helps working families. And then Brian, I got um, appointed to be on the House Agriculture Committee, so I'm hoping he'll say something about the farm bill. I'm really excited to be a part of that negotiation.
1: All right. We'll put Farm Progress on your calendar because that will be back in Decatur this uh, August, September. uh, You know, 300,000 people coming from all over the globe uh, in and around the ag industry. Uh, I don't know if you've been before when you worked for the governor, but it's a big deal.
0: I have been there and I'm I'm looking forward to going there again this year. So it'll be a great time.
1: All right. Ag is the number one job in Illinois. I know people in Chicago have a hard time believing that, but it is. Uh, and we're kind of the home for agribusiness here uh, in the Decatur area. Uh, have you been meeting with our companies like Premient and, and ADM and, and a brand new company called Nova Feed, uh, all of the, the agribusiness here in Decatur?
0: Yeah, I've obviously met with ADM. And I'm meeting with more folks that come home on Thursday for recess. I'm looking forward to being home. I'm going to be visiting Decatur. So looking forward to continuing to meet with those in the agribusiness uh, space. Um, but as you know, the Farm Bill and Agriculture touch all aspects of this district. Um, the University of Illinois cares very much about research dollars. Uh, U of I is actually a leader in um, agriculture education. in Champaign-Urbana that's also invested in ag tech. Um, And and as you said, we are a leading producer in our state and in this district of corn and soybean. I want to be an advocate for those family farmers um, and supporting them through things like, obviously, I I support crop insurance. um, But we also need to be, I think, and this is another unique opportunity in the Farm Bill, is looking at how we're investing in rural revitalization, finding dollars for Main Street, Central, and Southern Illinois. There are opportunities for that in the Farm Bill, and that will touch the entire district. So Farm Bill is a great opportunity for us.
1: All right. Well, listen, here's an invite for you. uh, When you come to Decatur, Uh, have your folks reach out. I'd love to take you out to see the brand new 11 million dollar Ag Education Center that the Howard G. Buffett Foundation is building uh, here for uh, FFA for the Dwayne Andrews Ag Academy with District 61, which, by the way, is one of the largest, most diverse FFA programs in all of the United States of America. Uh, I'd love to show it off to you.
0: I'd love to be there. That sounds great. I'll take you up on that.
1: All right. Well, have fun tonight, if that's the word. Uh, don't as the, the rookie, don't fawn too much, right? Because then they'll use that in ads against you a couple of years from now.
0: That's true. That's true. But, no, I'm looking forward to tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. I do think it will be very special, and I'm incredibly honored, Brian, to be there.
1: All right. We'll see you on TV tonight. Have a great day. Uh, Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski, I think that happened to Rodney. He got a picture with Obama or something. Remember that?
2: I do. I do remember that.
1: And boom, that's there your next TV ad. Oh, yeah. Or it, direct mail piece.
2: Yeah, we saw it. We'll, it wasn't from the State of the Union, but the uh, cupcakes and you know, like all that sort of stuff. It's like, oh, my goodness. How would you ever keep track
1: of you, you would, I That's why you always got to be careful on that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, look who's in this picture. Dude.
2: Yeah. There was probably a thousand photos that day. Yeah.
1: You can't vet everybody. Mm-hmm. But you knew you were posing with the (laughs) president. Yeah, that one. you. And you knew he was the other party. I was
2: trying to be graceful. He's like,
1: you caught up in it. Hey!
2: He's president of the United States. He's from my state. First time going through this.
1: Got to be careful. I, I doubt that I'll watch tonight. Um, I'll probably record it. Will you
2: watch the recording?
1: If it's something worth going back and watching. I mean, this if it is little
2: we'll cut it up and yeah, show you I know. the part. You this need. is
1: so much. It's it, 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 one thing I can understand why it's exciting to be a part of it, you know, oh, you, yeah. you, but it's, it's theater.
2: Yeah, but it's part of her theater, so it's big for them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. i cool saying for everybody
1: staple. else, it's like they're going to get up there and act like they've done nothing wrong and yeah. everything great, and they've got all the stuff solved. I mean, it, you insert whatever president you want. I mean, yep. it's, and then there'll be the other side will be grumpy and you know will refuse to applaud, even puppy dogs or whatever it might be, and the the other side will be like anything he says is you know one thousand percent great.
2: Are there hecklers ever?
1: Oh, sure. That, yeah, one didn't, uh, Republican, I can't remember who it was, screamed liar at uh, President Obama during a State of the Union address.
2: Oh, I do remember that. I, I remember that.
1: Yeah, and then you know, I Nancy Pelosi tearing up Trump's speech. Yeah, that was, I, I mean, even if you felt that way,
2: somebody could just be like, Here, uh, here's another copy.
1: <laughs> well, no, I mean, and, and, and I, you know, people like, Oh, well, that's great protest. Well, yeah, but you were offended when the guy said liar. I mean, right. pick your lane, you can't right. have it both ways. Yeah. This is like the people, the Democrats, who are upset about kicking uh, the Congresswoman off the, you know, for saying anti-Semitic things, but they want to accuse Marjorie. And they do the same thing to Marjorie Taylor Greene for saying anti-Semitic things. It's mm-hmm. like you can't find anybody that's got any even rules there.
2: Nope. No consistency. Yeah. Well, party consistency. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah,
1: getting reelected. Mm-hmm. A lot of consistency there. That's right. Uh, all right. What are we going to do? we got got quite a bit to get to here. Uh, my, I, I don't know. There was a great thing last night in The Last of Us. I just watched Sunday night's uh Oh nice last night. I caught we-
2: up on uh the special forces. So I'm I'm all the way caught up on that show. Last of us, I'm gonna get caught up next.
1: Okay. So it's that- really well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just they haven't really hit a wrong note yet. Right. So, but there was a great scene that you had to sort of Lindsay noticed it and pointed it out. Uh, you know, I think they were in they were headed to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, this is 20 years after, you mm-hmm. know, the apocalypse of whatever the mushroom people are. And um, it's like a love's trucking. So you just see what that looks like 20 years later. Mm-hmm. One of those huge, gigantic truck stop things.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Be interesting just to see.
1: Everything's sitting there rotting.
2: Yeah. Nature reclaiming it.
1: Yes. Uh, really good. Pretty exciting uh, episode, this uh, episode four. Uh, all right, we'll take the uh, Marquee coffee break. More to get to on the other side. Stay tuned. Time now for the Marquee coffee break. Fresh Roasting Coffee locally.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.